for you. All right. Yep, Courtney. Thank you. Mm hmm. Well. Hey, Hello, sir. Oh, Courtney. Oh, sorry, Courtney. I called it. Nice. Yes, you did. You are correct. How are you guys doing today? Good, how are you? Good. Doing good too. Thanks. Um, would you mind if I record a ride for my YouTube channel? Sure. Yeah. Thank you. What do you what do you do with it? Um nothing much yet. I just started two weeks ago. <laughs> but I give you my card. Thank you. Yeah. And if you don't like it, then you can always drop me a line or give me a call and I'll take it down. Cool. But what I do is I just have conversations with my passengers and where are you from, what do you do, blah blah blah, and um, publish those online. There you go. And yeah, you know, in Naples it's people from all walks of life and uh, I like that. That is cool. It's true. Yeah. How long have you been driving in Naples? I've been doing this now for about a year. I've been living here for about two years. And where are you from? I'm from the Netherlands. Oh, awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. I have horses that are from there. You have horses that are from the Netherlands? Mm hmm I know the Netherlands are famous for their horses. Frisians, yeah. Oh, the Frisians? You have Frisian horses? Mm hmm Wow. Yeah. Those are beautiful. They're straight out of the Netherlands. Wow. Came over on a plane. So how many uh, can I ask? Yeah, I have two. And then I have another, um, I have another breed, too. One wow. other horse, so I have three. What's the other breed? Uh, quarter horse, so American. That does not, yeah, I'm not into horses at all, but <laughs> no for worries. the Friesen horses, I, I know those. Mm-hmm, from the um, So, and do you ride them, or? Mm-hmm, yeah. They're huge, though. Do you fit? They are, they're massive. Yeah. Wow. They definitely make you look small, that's for sure. So, do you do it as a sport, or as a hobby? Ah, uh, both. What? Yeah, I compete, but it's mainly a hobby. They're just my pets. And now he's into it by default. Yes. <laughs> oh. I hang out with horses now. You have no choice, man. I have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, those horses are amazing, though. They so are. Do you have big. any YouTube like videos that I can like link he, to or something? He wants me to. My horse has an Instagram. Yeah. You can link. I was oh, saying, okay. Court should should yeah. take some YouTube videos of her horses. Yeah. Can you write it down? Yeah, I'll write Instagram it for you. Here? You can link it. So, I'll put that uh, down in the comments. Perfect. I'll do. And you moved from the Netherlands two years ago? No, not really. I left the Netherlands um, hmm, 22 Thank years you. ago. Oh, wow. All right, thanks. And I lived everywhere, nowhere. Um, Mexico mainly, actually, for work. What do you do um, for work? IT. I'm an IT consultant. Okay, nice. Yep. Where in Mexico do you live? In Cuernavaca. Oh, wow. Cuernavaca is uh, close to uh, Mexico City. Mm -hmm. And it was nice, yeah. Mexicans are great. Beautiful culture as well. Mm -hmm. Good food. Yeah, Love Mexico know. City. How often do you go to the Netherlands? Like every other year or so, if I can. If I can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've only ever been to uh, to Amsterdam, and it was. You have you. Obviously, Did you like it. It's incredible. Like, I could live there tomorrow if it's I had a good to. Place, right? Really, yeah. like, 
people who live on the houseboats blows my mind. Oh. It's incredible. Yeah. I used to have a houseboat. Really? Mm. Built by my dad. Oh my, my dad god. Me, uh, well, not for me, but he built a houseboat. That's the way to do it. Did you ever live in it? Yeah. In no, he, so he lived on it. Actually, no, he didn't. He lit, used to live on a houseboat before. Uh, eventually, that one uh, sank. And this part of the houseboats are actually what is gold. It's not the houseboat itself. It's to have a spot where you can put one. Yeah, that's especially like in Amsterdam. Yeah, that is what is worth so much money. You know? mm. So he just kept the spot, built him in, uh, another one. But then I got to live in it for a few years. There you go. Yeah, that was awesome. You know, waking up, having a cup of coffee in the ducks and the swans, cuddling oh wow. by the window. Yeah, it's Amsterdam, hey, that's where the party is, yeah. Eh? <laughs> it really is. Uh, a lot of fun. I used to go out in uh, a club called The It. Have you heard of it? No. Um, I might have gone there when I was there. I was there like four Several years levels, ago. And then, hmm. Four years ago, maybe? Four and a half years ago, and it was okay. incredible. I was there during like some festival okay. when there was like a massive, like, roller coaster and carousel and like swings in the middle of the city oh, really? it was like oh, some type of festival like in the middle ah. of amsterdam okay and then uh it was also tulip season so we did that oh went out and saw the, the that, fields that was not the the gay festival i don't think it was there were there were many honestly they could were have been the gay festival? i was with my sister and we were oh wait we had no. taken some edibles so it could have it could have very well been the gay festival. No, that's later in the year. When you talk tulips, and uh, you probably visited the, the tulip fields. Yeah, did that. Stuff. They were that's blooming. April. That must have been the, the King's Festival. King's, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. King's Festival. That is the biggest thing in, in, it in was the insane. once a year. It was, yeah. like, it was like if somebody put like a Ferris wheel in Times Square. Yeah. It was in the center of everything. Yeah. Everybody drinking and... Yes. By the end of the day, everybody drunk. It's <laughs> so much fun. But Dutch are pretty, they're pretty funny, no? When they're drunk. Oh yeah. yeah. No, everyone was super friendly. Yeah. yeah they practiced uh, drinkers, I'd say. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Now, mm. oh, where else in Europe have you been? I lived in Germany. Oh, you did. For six months when I was studying abroad, so I went all over, and I did like. I did like 10 German cities, and then I did um, Barcelona, and Amsterdam, and London, and Dublin, and Brussels, oh, wow. um, and uh, then I did a few, and then uh, like um, Santorini, and, no, not Santorini. Um, that's Italy then. Not Santorini. Greece. Oh, that's Greece? Mm -hmm. I, went, I went in Greece, I, I only did a little bit of of Italy. I was skiing in Zermatt and you ski over the hill to Servenia mm -hmm. in Italy, but you're only there for like one restaurant so you can get some pasta. Yeah, you yeah. ski back <laughs> over. Um, but I did all over there and then I also did like Budapest and Prague. Um, How old are you? 68? No, Jeez, I, well, the thing is I was, you know, I wasn't That's living amazing. in these places. I was there for like four days at a time for each one like I tried oh, yeah. to do as American much as I could. American style. Yeah exactly like just check it off and I feel like for a lot of the cities like like 
Brussels, you could do that city in 24 hours. So you oh, can yeah. see everything. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, and same thing with like like Krakow. That mm -hmm. was, you know, you could do that in 24 hours. Um, but some of the German cities, and like Amsterdam, I think you, it, it could take you weeks to do everything. But some of the smaller cities, um, it was definitely easy to kind of go in and out. Um, I, I would give Amsterdam a few days, not weeks. I mean, you know, I mean, to get a feel of the city, you know? Yeah. But uh, I tried to do, like, walking everywhere. That's how I got mm -hmm. to know these cities, is, like, I would only do, like, walking tours, so you, you kind of got your bearings a little bit. Right, right, right. And uh, so, uh, what did you study in uh, Germany? I was studying business, mm. and I was in a, an exchange program at a, at a school in a little tiny German town called Fallender. And it's next to Koblenz. It's like in between um, Frankfurt and Cologne, like dead center. Mm -hmm. It's this tiny little town that the entire population of the town is exchange students. Oh, is it? It's like this. The school is known yeah, for funny. bringing in a bunch of students. So I was with kids from a bunch of U.S. universities and European universities who were in exchange there. So you got your MBA? No, it was undergrad. Undergrad. Right. An undergrad uh, exchange program. So you're going for MBA? I don't know. Maybe someday. I don't. I don't think I will though. Mm. We'll see. Yeah. Did you get an MBA? Uh, no. Did you have to to, to do IT? I, I'm in IT. Yeah, I did. I I have my associates in IT. Gotcha. I did study though for six years, but life got too distracting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I didn't get my uh, my bachelor's. And you go to school in Europe or here? Yeah, I was in Europe. Yep. In the Netherlands? Mm hmm In the Technical University of Delft. Delft? With Delft. Where's yeah. that? Delft is uh, just, you know, Delft's blue? No. I don't think so. You haven't heard of that? Little cups and sauces and... Yeah. Serviceware of, it's called Delft's blue. It's, um, how do you feel that again? Um, oh, I also did Rotterdam. Is, did it, near, Rotterdam? is it near Rotterdam? Delft is near Rotterdam, yeah. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Probably drove by there. But Delft is famous for its uh, pottery. There you go. Ah. But it's like Chinese style pottery, but then blue, and they, they call it Delft's blue. Um, it's famous for that, actually. Yeah. yeah. So you you saw more of Europe than I, than I uh, did. I, I, and I lived there for quite a while, so. I mean, I made it like a, a goal to do that. I was like, I gotta, yeah, I gotta see as much of it while I'm here. Yeah, Courtney, you've been to Europe too. Um, I've been to London, Dublin. When I was younger, I traveled to Paris, Rome, Florence, um, Santorini. But I was young; I was like five, so I don't really remember it. You don't remember everything. Yeah. So that was with your parents then. Yeah, that was with holidays? my family. Um, we went on like a a couple of different cruises I think oh, nice. and then yeah, yeah. the cruise just dropped it was like a long like two week one so it mm -hmm. dropped you in the city for like three days oh, um, yeah, nice. and I'm then in, yeah we did a cruise and then we stayed actually we had family friends living in a flat in Paris and they had like an in-house maid and chef and everything and I remember that very clearly that oh. was super fun so we would see the Eiffel Tower at night and they didn't live too far away because we'd walk every night um, oh, nice. and they lived in like this gorgeous flat there and then I think we flew home from Paris back to California. Nice. 
yeah. But I haven't traveled much. I'm really looking forward to haven't doing that Haven't traveled much? <laughs> not much. Not since I've been this age. Maybe you compared to him, but... Yeah, he's traveled way more than me, but... Are you guys still young. You've already yeah. seen so much. I know, and travel's expensive, so that's always been the main thing, is like, I have so many other things I have to pay for, especially with horses. Like, if I didn't have them, I could travel, like, mm -hmm. once a month, mm, with the amount okay. I spend on them. Maybe we... No. <laughs> he was gonna say, baby, sell the horse. Yeah, that's no. exactly Maybe we flip one, go to Greece. <laughs> no. I just gotta make more money. <laughs> that's it. Uh, those are her babies now. Yes, oh, yeah. no, For other are. people, they are an investment. Totally. And They're they, like my pets, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like a family member to me. Yeah. But that's how it should be. I think. So, but living animals, yeah. Yeah, they're pet, little pets. Although, once your horse becomes famous on a certain level, these animals are worth so much money, it's just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Right? Some of the horses, like the Olympic ones, will sell for, you know, seven million. Right. France just sold one of their top Olympic horses to a young rider. Uh -huh. I forget what country she's from, maybe like Britain. And they sold the horse for like 7.9 million. That's just for a horse. Mm -hmm. But they syndicate yeah. them, so all these rich people own, they like to own part of a horse because they think it's cool. Oh, that's how that works? Yeah, oh, it's just like, no just like race horses when like they share, buy them. Like shares of a horse. Mm -hmm. You can syndicate. So you have to invest, I think the minimum is like 30,000 a person. It's and like then you can- stock? Yeah, kind of, but it's money. it's like people that, like it would be like, for example, if I was like, I'm gonna syndicate a horse, mm -hmm. I'd go out and talk to 10 people I know and be like, hey, if we each pitch $100,000, we could buy this horse. Right. And then you could do whichever, you know, whether, what discipline you do. Racing is very common, they do that. Um, Racing and then like breeding. Exactly. That's what you mean. Yeah. The only people that can like really afford Horses like that are like the Middle East, and sure. a lot of them don't really have any interest in the racing like America does, or um, Japan and China are big on horse racing too, but mainly... Um, well, they are more about spending their oil money, I suppose. Exactly. Yes. But a lot of people have interest in syndicating, so that's kind mm. of cool. Like but people that want when, the when is a horse over the hill though you know what I mean when does the value of a horse go down it just depends like the good part is like even after they're done with their rideable years you can mm -hmm. breed them for the most part oh of course uh, so it just depends like you can their lineage alone like the stud fees are like ten thousand dollars just for the horse's semen wow. or for you to breed it to that girl horse which is crazy so. I once saw that that reminds me that talking about getting the, the semen out of a horse or the I saw once getting a horse um, like that they put the semen in but a human was doing that yeah and he yeah. sticks his hand in with this blowable pipe or something and mm -hmm. then they blow it in you do that's just the weirdest thing that I ever saw it's super weird it is that's what they do but, now for yeah. uh, breeding because of the danger with live breeding it's pretty dangerous so oh is it yeah they tend it's like with Horses dogs get violent yeah mm -hmm. you can just like implant what you need into the horse as opposed to like doing a live breeding mm -hmm. yeah i remember they put the horse in a little container so sweet that i can't move yeah yeah and yeah. Then, yeah they stimulate it so that it gets loose and then uh, a human puts his arm up until the shoulder yeah yeah they in. do that when they're sick too if oh, the really? horse is sick, they have to go inside of them like that because horses can't 
their gastric system only works one way, so they can't. You can't enter through their mouth um, to enter from really? behind them. Yeah, they can't throw up like a dog can if they're sick or something. So, because their intestines are like the size of, I think ours are the size of like a tennis court. Theirs are like three or four tennis courts. Like they're, may, or maybe it's a football imagine. field. Like the amount of organs they have in their body. Oh, wow. Um, and so it's hard. Like it can get risky. They're very delicate. They're sturdy, but they're delicate at the same time. Tennis courts. Huh. Ours are a tennis court. Our intestines, you can stretch in the out. length of a tennis court. Yeah. Your if you, large if you roll it out. Roll them, roll them out. I don't even think you have to roll it. I think you just like stretch it. You know? Just roll it right out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this conversation went a little off track. Mm -hmm. <laughs> From Amsterdam to rolling out right. intestines. You know, the intestinal no, roll out thing. Me. That was Courtney, all right. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. But, and so, Courtney, what do you do? Can I ask? Yeah, I'm in commercial. Sitting? I'm in commercial real estate. In real estate, wow. Yeah, so I was doing brokerage for two years, selling drugstores. Um, oh, you sell uh, buildings. Big buildings, not just yeah. homes. No, not homes. I did commercial, so all buildings. Mm. And now I'm getting into a commercial real estate company that is more tech sales based. Okay. So I'll be doing that. What does that which is exciting. mean? Like I'm selling a technology that is used in commercial real estate for like day-to-day -day transactions, which I'm excited about. So I'll be selling the tech to other brokers that are in commercial real estate. Okay. So that's what I'll be doing. Sounds a little abracadabra. Yeah, it is, so, it is a little yeah. abracadabra. It's basically a sales position, like a technology sales position. Yeah, yeah but it's software and then uh, that you're selling. Yes, but yeah. But spe specific. Very for specific. Kind of on, uh, mm -hmm. Very specific software. But uh, yeah, it sounds like um, you guys are dealing with a lot, of, well, you are at least dealing with a lot of money uh, in that area. Definitely. That's interesting. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I bet. I loved I love doing brokerage too, but it just got hard um, being commission only. Okay. Because if there's a reset, like obviously we're in a recession right now. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't your money we, just goes down. Are we in a recession right mm -hmm. now? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so weird that we had two quarters with a negative GDP, mm -hmm. or not GDP. How do you call it? Well, negative growth and. Yeah, it's GDP. And they did not call that a recession. They said, no, this is not a recession. Because, uh, but that I think was they the, originally yeah, thought just, it wouldn't be. It's just, I think it's just like political framing. Yeah. yeah. Saying we're not going to call it a like, recession. But. They don't call it a recession, but it is technically a recession. Yeah, like the, if you just base it off like history, we haven't had uh, this big of a shift in history. Um, it's because of COVID, obviously, but mm -hmm. there's just been a massive shift in um, the economy and the jump that yeah. like interest rates and the 10-year treasury bonds yeah. are trading at the rate hike has gone it's literally the largest it's ever been mm -hmm. and if you think of like the 08 recession it, it's like double what that was oh, really? mm -hmm. and in the amount of time if you're keeping it relative so but it's because obviously covid screwed everything up and right you know but it's good no i mean it should Cool off the market for a totally. while because it went crazy. Prices yeah. here in Naples too. My rent went up from fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred overnight. Oh my mm -hmm. god! And then I said, "Well, I'm out." You're like, "Like I'll find something else." Nope. 
everywhere, everything. And so, yeah. yeah, it's, it's good just for like overheating. It just depends what end of the spectrum you're on, I guess. Like, yeah, of course, but like, but expenses are high, so that's income is not too. is not following. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's where the uh, the inflation uh, kicks in, and uh, everything is inflated, but um, income is not, and so yeah. then it becomes more difficult, and um, then you get a cool off, cool down the market. Mm -hmm. It's a recession indeed. But so you notice that in your sales as well. Oh yeah, like I, I think I closed the year prior. I closed like eleven deals, and okay. the second year I closed two. Oh really? Mm-hmm. But it was also a result of like what I was selling. It's very recession and market sensitive. So yeah, yeah. that was kind of the issue and the reason that I wanted to transition. I wanted something that wasn't as like fickle with like what's going on. Yeah. I needed something a little more steady. And that's kind of what I found, hopefully. I mean, I haven't started yet, so we'll see oh, how okay. it goes. <laughs> Good luck. Thank you. Yeah. We big shall Monday. see. Big Monday coming up. Well, oh, that's Monday? Two, Monday two Mondays Yeah, two Mondays. January 9th. Oh, okay. So that's soon. And then you're based here in Naples? No, we live in LA. <clears throat> in California. Oh, okay. In LA? Yes. My son is there. Oh, no oh, way. Right. Yeah, Pasadena. Yeah, we're uh, studying. Yeah, you we're can actually back. turn into can the turn. into the driveway here. In this first one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and you'll be able to turn around. And there'll, be, there'll be a way to get out that's easy. 29 is on the left? Uh, 49. On the left? This guy might be blocking. Plus 49. We can probably just get out here. Yeah, I, well, I don't, I think, right, can you oh, scoop by this guy, you think? If it's too tight, we can just... No, don't worry. I can always back it up. I got a camera, so... Oh, yeah. Maybe there we, we can go. squeeze. Perfect. Right, it's yeah, this so, one with the nutcrackers here. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and then you can get out that oh. gate right over there. Yeah, you can drive straight out. Oh, on that side. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll back it up a little Perfect. bit. Perfect. Thank right. you. Nice talking to nice you. Nice talking to you. Okay, have a good one. You too. Appreciate it. All right, man. Take care, bye-bye.